What's up, my guys? What's up, my girls? It's good to be with you. Welcome back to the Danny Flow Podcast. This is the 53rd episode of the Danny Flow Podcast. I'm excited to be with you. And I was thinking about one of the stereotypes. There are a lot of a stereo- there are a lot of stereotypes about philosophy, right? There's a lot about a lot of stereotypes about uh, people who are uh, philosophical. Like I remember, I've told this joke before, and it's not really a joke. It's a story about someone else's joke. But I had one of my friends on the podcast. His name is Ryan Hayes. And before I even like knew what philosophy was, and before I even decided to pursue philosophy, like just as a um, I guess just as a an interest, um, and before I decided to pursue it like as a like as an academic major, um, I used to have lunch with my friend at work, and he uh, he or him or he or I or somehow the topic of philosophy came up, and I was like, yeah, so like. I think I said, like, what do you have to be to be a philosopher? He's like, all you have to do to be a philosopher is just say you're a philosopher, and bam, you're a philosopher, right? So that's, like, one of the stereotypes about philosophy. But another one is that philosophy is just, like, deep thinking. Like, that's all that it is, right? And then people who are, like, philosophical or, like, philosophically minded, have a philosophical mind, like, sometimes they get labeled as, like, overthinkers right and what philosophy is supposed to do is it's supposed to help you think efficiently right like because philosophy it is it's it's in the mind and I'm sure all of us have experienced us like no matter what age we are I'm 30 about to be 31 uh, we all get mental fog we all get like it's, we all get mental fatigue, right? Like sometimes it's hard to think clearly, right? And like the point of philosophy is to help you think, one of the points of philosophy is to help you like think efficiently. But the reason why I was thinking about this stereotype about like all philosophy is, is like deep thinking. And then one of the, I mean, one of the things is like, one of the things that's deliciously ironic about philosophy is that like if you think philosophy is useless if you think it's pointless if you think like oh we don't we don't need we don't need philosophy we don't need philosophers right if somebody says well why do you think that and you start to explain it all of a sudden you're using philosophy to explain why we don't need philosophy and why we don't need philosophers so that's, that's one of the great things, right, that's like built into uh, philosophy and then that, that particular stereotype. But the reason why I, w- why I was thinking about it um, is because uh, St. Valentine's Day is coming up, which is a Catholic holiday. Now, when I was younger, I didn't know that. The reason I know that, know that now know that now is because I'm hella Catholic. So, uh, like... <clears throat> Like a lot of things, I don't want to say most things, but like a lot of things, you know, in in the United States, we like move away from the original meaning. So 
St. St. Valentine's Day, St. Patrick's Day, Easter, I would say even like Lent leading up to Easter, and then um, Halloween, believe it or not, and then Christmas, all of those have its origin in Catholicism, in the Catholic Church, in Christianity, with Jesus. So St. Valentine is a saint, right? Uh, so on February 14th, he, his life is celebrated. He was a Catholic and he did certain things for uh, the church. He's the patron saint of love. St. Patrick, same thing, uh, evangelized Ireland. Uh, March 17th, I believe, celebrate him. He was a, he was a Catholic bishop. Um, Lent is the 40 days of preparation for Easter. And then Easter is the day that uh, Jesus resurrected and then Halloween is the way that we now say all hallowed Eve if you think of the Our Father hallowed be thy name it means like like holy like saintly um, so all if you think of Christmas Eve it's the night before Christmas all hallows Eve is the night before all Saints Day which is November 1st so October 31st is Halloween um, and then Christmas is the birth of Jesus so like uh, a lot of these calendar calendar holidays originally originally and they still are in the church um, feast days and holy days and solemnity days or whatever but um, so yeah uh, I'm about to be 31 I remember that when I was in middle school I want to say it was either the sixth or seventh grade. I mean, the further you get away from your youth, the harder it is to remember things. But I remember as a lot of sixth and seventh grade um, boys, I had a crush. And a lot of times as a boy, you have a crush on someone that you think is like out of your league, someone that like you couldn't imagine that they would be interested in you. And a lot of that has to do on like looks, right? The girl might be pretty, she might be beautiful, gorgeous, whatever adjective you want to use, but um, you cute, whatever. Like you, but you think like based off of the way that she looks and based off of the way that I look, like she's out, she's out of my league, right? And you, I mean, as you get older, you realize that you don't really know that unless you like ask her out. She says no, then. She, she, you're not what she's looking for. She says yes, then you're not out of her league, right? She's willing to go out with you. But um, I had a crush, and I did end up making the girl my girlfriend, and whatever girlfriend means in middle school. But I remember I was, like, was in disbelief, right? Because in my mind... Like she was good looking and I didn't think that I was at the same good looking level as her. And, you know, we would talk on the phone and, uh, you know, back then, in my opinion, not only did I think that she was cute, but she also had a cute personality. So we would talk on the phone for hours. And then Valentine's Day came up and uh, got her Valentine's Day gifts. And then shortly after that, without her telling me, she, uh, the way that I remember it is like she called me on the phone. Uh, I couldn't talk. And 
then next thing I knew, like the next day after that or a couple days after that, uh, it came back to me through the grapevine that we were no longer dating, whatever dating was in middle school and that she had another boyfriend. And maybe she was calling me to like formally break up with me, but since I didn't have the time to talk, she probably just, just moved on, right? Now, I remember that like the guy that she was like dating, that was her new boyfriend, like other girls thought that he was like really good looking. So it was almost like my, the, the initial fear that I had came true, right? Like I was out of her league and she found somebody in her league and it was all just like based on looks. And the reason I'm bringing it up is because even at, I don't think it's unique to me. I think even at a young age, like we have this sense that looks aren't everything. And that's what goes into what we describe as like heartbreak, right? If like somebody, if you think that somebody left you because, you know, whether you're a man, uh, a man and or a boy that, and a woman and or girl leaves you for another man and or boy, whether you're a man that a woman leaves you for another man and you think like, maybe she, like she probably left me because he's more good looking or whatever. Like that thought kind of, we're allergic to that kind of thinking because we perceive that as like shallow. Like there's more, I'm sure there's more to that person than their looks and there's more to me than my looks. And the same thing with like when a woman gets left for another woman and maybe she herself or a lot of men perceive that woman as real pretty and maybe she perceives her as more prettier than her. Like part of what goes into that heartbreak is, okay, there's more to me than my looks and maybe I'm not as good looking as that person, but there's more to me than my looks. Now, that the, the real like fear, like the biggest fear is like, is if, like if you're a man and you get left for another man, the real fear is like, not only is he more good looking to me, but he's got better personality to me. That's the real, right? And the same with a woman. If you're a woman that gets left for another woman, it's like, not only is she better looking than me, but her personality is, is also better. But the reason I'm using this example is because there's, it's weird that there's this, that there's this stereotype against philosophy that you know we don't really need it it's just deep thinking it's it's overthinking and stuff like that but then at the same time we uh, are allergic to people who um, want to be in relationships with other people for shallow reasons whether it's looks or money or maybe a person doesn't necessarily have looks or money but they have like that one thing that another person desires and that that's all it takes for that person to get right it would be a shallow reason there needs to be a deeper reason to be in a relationship with someone and um, that leads me to believe that none of us none of us want to be perceived as shallow and in like in like vulnerable moments 
when you know we, maybe we do get heartbroken we in in those moments we do want to be seen as philosophical like we the reason i say that because i guess is if you get your heart broken you almost want like another chance that way you could talk to because the only way that you can get to the deep stuff is by talking right like by by trying to communicate what's going on in your mind by trying to communicate your views even at a young even at a young age with the limited knowledge and wisdom that you have you're trying to communicate to other people your views on life your views on morality your views on what you consider fun what's interesting to you what you think about the universe even like small things like what you think about like school like a lot of times when you're in elementary um middle school and high school you know someone might ask you like how was school or do you like school and as soon as a kid starts telling you a, a kid might tell you like no i don't like school or do, i do like school and if you ask why as soon as they start to explain that why they're getting philosophical when you even at a young age when you're getting into a romantic relationship with someone those long conversations on the phone you guys are getting in in a very basic way you're getting philosophical with each other you're trying to get to know each other you're trying to go past just the appearance and the looks and see if the personality is just as good as the looks if not better what you want is better but you, I don't want to say settle but for lack of terminology we settle for like okay if if this person's personality is as good as their looks like I want to be with this person and and a lot of times that's why um sometimes a good looking person they might be in a in a lot of I think we we can tell right if like if you have a good looking guy or a good looking girl and they fail in relationships we kind of say well okay something most likely something is wrong with their their personality right there's something not deep enough inside for them to um you know be able to stay and keep in in a in a relationship so in conclusion right i think even though that even though there's these stereotypes about philosophy you know it's just deep thinking we don't need it um you know just to name a few at the same time even if it is just deep thinking none of us want to be uh perceived as shallow and what we're also seem to be allergic to like shallow people people who don't think deeply and people that would settle for you know to be in relationships with other people for shallow reasons like looks money power um you know things like things like that so i think that we i mean by virtue of the fact that we're human we're the only ones that can be philosophical like sure like, like even humans and animals like pets like dogs we can interact and there's a certain there is a certain language there right like you can train a dog to understand certain commands and things like that and then you might be able to you might be able to tell when your dog is sad or whatever but humans are the only ones that are aware 
and we're aware that we're aware and we have a mind and we can think and just by that fact we're the only ones that can be um we're the only ones that can be philosophical and i mean even like this this podcast is philosophy of life right and like so one of the things one one of the other stereotypes about philosophy is that we don't talk about anything but in actuality we talk about you can get philosophical about everything and so not just my podcast but think of all the genres of podcasts and all the genres and all the subgenres of podcasts so like i'm into fitness right if i were to focus on a specific fitness topic if i were to focus on the squat for example i'm giving you my philosophy of the squat you know what i'm saying like i might even just have something like you should or you shouldn't squat that right there is being philosophical and if i say you should squat and i start saying these are the reasons why and i start saying this is how you should squat this way of squatting is better than this way i'm getting philosophical about it people who have uh like entrepreneur podcasts, business podcasts, finance podcasts, they're sharing their philosophy about that particular thing. So it's like all around us. And when you really like when you when an, an interest really when you have an interest in something, no matter what it is, video games, relationships, um, fitness, cars, or whatever, you'll get philosophical about that thing. So it's, it's a weird, it's a weird dynamic. It's a weird, like, it's two weird opposites that philosophy has these negative stereotypes, but yet we use it basically every day. And we use it just basically any time that we talk about something that interests us, something that we're passionate about and it's it's just literally because we have a mind and a brain and we're able to think so i hope that gave you something to think about the focus wasn't meant to be valentine's day or like heartbreak or relationships but i was just using that as an example of like we have negative stereotypes against philosophy but then we want to be seen as philosophical even if we don't know that that's what we want to be seen as so uh, i hope you enjoyed the 53rd episode if you did and um, you happened to stumble on it and made it this far please make sure to subscribe if you're listening on the podcast platforms and not on youtube uh, make sure to subscribe or follow it some podcasts you can it's a subscribe button and some of them are a follow button whatever whatever yours is make sure to do that if you're a regular listener please make sure to share the podcast that way um hopefully you might know somebody that this sorry i kicked my tripod um you might know somebody that this episode might help out and i think that's it thanks for listening thanks for watching um really happy to be able to record this episode for you and until the next episode remember what venerable fulton j sheen who was a philosopher my my probably my favorite philosopher remember what he said and remember what his television show was all about and that's that your life is worth living uh talk to you next time